Hi, listeners, and welcome to My Holland Update. I'm Marianne Manderfield, Public Information Coordinator for the City, and today we've got two guests, the City's Director of Parks and Recreation, Andy Kenyon, and Deputy Director Jamie Scott. Hi, guys. Hey, thanks for having us. Sure, sure. Welcome to the podcast, and thanks for taking time to talk with us today. We are going to talk about all things trees within the city and the city's urban canopy. Um, Before we start, though, just so that people get a sense of how much you all do, how many trees do we have that you guys maintain and take care of about? I'd say we have close to about 15,000 trees in the right-of-way in parks. Wow. So quite a few. Quite a few. That is a lot. And your team, how many on your team that, that within the parks department takes care of these trees? Within the Parks Department, we have a, a staff of four full-time members that go out and take care of these trees. Okay. Uh, that involves trimming, pruning, emergency storm cleanup, planting, removals. So anything related to a tree, those four guys handle it all. That's a lot for four people. It is. Yeah. And you've got one staffer that's got quite longevity, right? Yeah, we have one. He's uh, He's been here a while. He brings a lot of knowledge to the team. He's been here with the city 28 years. Okay. Wow, that is a lot of knowledge. It is. It's <laughs> indispensable knowledge. Yes, yes. So starting out, um, what's your overarching philosophy when planting trees in the urban canopy? Yeah, so we have a goal every year to try to plant more trees than we remove. Um, sometimes we hit that goal, sometimes we don't. If you remember back a few years, we had the emerald ash borer bug that came in right. and just devastated all the ash trees. And, of course, we didn't. Uh, plant more than we remove then, sure. which is unfortunate. But every year we try to do that. We try to increase our urban canopy. We did a urban tree um, canopy assessment uh, in, back in 2014. Okay. It's a little bit older, but that that's kind of set our goal back then to love to have a percentage of about 30 to 35 percent throughout the city. And, okay. um, you know, that's including the entire city, so private property and public all combined. Okay. Mm-hmm. So kind of the baseline yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah. So, what are some avenues for planting? Oh, so, I don't know. We, we, we really plant along the road right-of-way, as Jamie mentioned a mm-hmm. little bit ago. Um, that's typically the area between the sidewalk and the roadway. Um, we, we plant there. When we remove one, we like to put some back if it, if it is appropriate. Sometimes with the urban sprawl, you know, you can't plant exactly where you removed one, and that's okay. We find another spot to put it. Um, we've been working really well with the transportation department with here within the city mm-hmm. um, to plant trees uh, behind them when they uh, do road work. So, okay. for example, on 6th Street, mm-hmm. we're getting ready to, that road is under construction now, and then this fall or next spring, they'll plant trees behind there. And so um, it, it's really nice. Pine Avenue is another great example sure. that's just recently been planted in the last week or two. Right. Um, they okay. did the road work last year, and then they're planting there now. Okay. Yeah. And then do you... Um work with the residents along that right away in terms of telling them how to maybe take care of those trees along the right away? Yep. A lot of times we will engage with those residents on the on on the front side and see if there's a particular tree they want to have. Okay. Um and if it fits the list of the approved trees that could be under power lines or within a right of way to uh, reduce visible obstructions, then we move forward and try to plant that tree for them. So uh, when we plant that tree uh, a lot of times the, uh, the homeowner is given care instructions and okay. how to water it and how to maintain it and uh, make sure that tree survives. Great. Um, 
we're also another avenue for planting. We're working with BPW right now on a program for free trees. Tell us about that. Yeah, so what's this, year four, I think, we've done this? Yeah, year four. Year. Yes. So this this September, um, I think it's, I'm going to get the date wrong. It's a Saturday. Yeah. It's so Saturday. it's coming. It's coming up. Um, yep, mm-hmm. yep. And then d- people get a notice in their bills. They have a little a little flyer that goes in and tells them about it. But anyway, yeah, so we've been working with the BPW to increase, um, like I mentioned earlier, our uh, urban tree canopy. We have to plant trees on private property. And um, so the BPW has a free tree giveaway that they do. If you're a, um, you get BPW electricity, mm-hmm. and I believe water now, yes. um, you're going to be able to qualify to get a free tree. And you go on their website and there's instructions on how to do it. And the Arbor Day has set up, Arbor Day Foundation has set up um, the parameters in this program with all the specifics. And you can sign up for a tree. And then this later in September, we'll, we'll have a, I don't know, it's about a four-hour day or yep. something like that. Se- uh, September 9th. Okay, found is, the date. Good. That was the date, and uh, it's Saturday morning, and there's a four-hour window of time that you come pick up your tree. Uh, important to bring uh, the email or notification you got from the BPW so we could verify that uh, you get the correct tree. And we load you up, and you go home and plant your tree and maintain it, and hopefully good things happen. Yeah, that website even will tell you, tell everybody where to plant it for right. getting the best if you want shade, if right. it's for stormwater runoff, things like that. It'll tell you where to put it. Because that could be in their backyard, their side yard. Could be. Yeah, yep. it could be anywhere but Absolutely. in their yard. And yeah. that registration is still open, correct? It is, yep. yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so they could go on BPW's website. Correct. <clears throat> yeah, I think that uh, that runs for a while yet. Correct. So, yeah. Okay. Which is, is great. So BPW's website, if you're looking for a free tree, um, go on there and you can register. Correct. Okay, great. Um, and then grants. You guys do some grants, too, for free trees. Yeah, we do. We've we've had a f- success a few times in the past. Um, we did a great big one um, with the GLTE, which is the Great Lakes. No, not the F. That's not the right acronym. No. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. It was through the Great Lakes uh, Restoration Institute. Okay. I mean, it's I, not a T. Um, and, uh, yeah, that was a huge grant. We got $100,000 a few years back to plant trees. Wow. Um, this year we're working with our grant coordinator um, to help us apply for another grant, which is a state-funded grant um, that will either – either um, have us participate in a planting program or some kind of technology that we might be able to to get to help us with our tree work. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. What type of technology would that be? So, or um, yeah. tell us an example yeah, of what sure. that is. Yeah, sure. So we're looking... Um, we're looking to have uh, tablets that our tree crew uh, members can use um, that will help them with work orders. It'll help us remove and add trees to our inventory um, at the time of when they do those work. So if they plant a tree, they can add it immediately. If they remove a tree, they can remove it immediately. Nice. Then it takes it in and out of our inventory instantly, which is awesome. So in real time. In real time, yep. yep. Nice. So, which, is, which will be great. Okay. So there's a couple options there. Nice. Mm-hmm. So all these trees that you've planted, they need maintenance. Um, tell us a little bit about how you all go about maintaining all these 15,000 trees. Uh, we get requests from homeowners uh, online or via phone or even just out in the streets when we're out working. Um, and so our staff will take out all the equipment. We've got two chipper trucks. We've got a stump grinding truck, two dump trucks, and a big bucket truck and all the associated loaders. So we have all the equipment to do the job. And we just we go forth and and do what needs to be done. Sometimes the job is simple. It's just removing a, a tree branch that might be interfering with somebody's uh, driveway or, or visibility issue, or sometimes it's a large tree, and sometimes we have to subcontract a, uh, a crane operator to help us take this large tree down. So okay. 
Uh, if there's a tree that, if it's tree involved, our guys are doing it. Okay. So, yep. So if I'm a resident and there's a tree in the right of way that say a large limb has fallen, how would I go about um, letting the parks department know that that needs some tending to? Yep, we have a couple different options. Uh, number one, uh, you could call the office and talk to somebody in real time and they will take down the information and get it to our forestry supervisor and they will go out and take a look. Uh, second option is you could go online to the City of Holland website and in the drop down menu, how do I, uh, there is a tab for forestry submit. Uh, you could request information, not information, you could request work to be done okay. on a tree that you think is, is in the right of way and we'll come out and assess it and do what's needed. So, okay. Yep. So either online or walk in or phone call to the parks department. Absolutely. And I'll add that most of the things Jamie just mentioned are kind of routine things for us. Mm -hmm. If there's an if there's a storm, if there's an emergency and a tree has fallen across the roadway or things like that, um, feel free to reach out and call 911 and then they dispatch us out to take care of that emergency. Okay. So if it's just a standard trimming or hey, my, my tree needs to be looked at, we think it's dying or dead, um, the forestry form and calling our office is great. But if it's an emergency, um, please do call. So nine call 911 for that? Yep, for emergencies. Okay, yeah, good for sure. to know, good yep. to know. Yep. So you guys not necessarily working just during the day, but you've got staff on call, I would expect, correct? Absolutely. Uh, dispatch could call us any time of the day, day or night, 24-7. Uh, so we are always ready and able. Uh, we kind of monitor the weather. Okay. And we kind of understand that with weather events that we have to be ready. And uh, oddly enough, uh, more trees usually come down after a storm than during a storm. Really? Yes. And why is that? Uh, a lot of times the storm will stress the tree okay. and maybe crack a limb and it, it's perfectly fine. Uh, but maybe humid conditions or rain or just a little bit of extra wind from a different direction will cause that tree to fail. Okay. And then Interesting. It, yeah, very much so. Hmm. Yep. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's, if, if we get heavy rain especially, it kind of soaks in and okay. over the course of a few days, and then a couple of days later, it's it's weak at the bottom and just tips okay. over. Yep. Hmm. Okay. So, happens. <laughs> so um, that kind of leads us into the last phase of uh, there are times when trees obviously need to be removed, mm -hmm. so storm damage, one of those. Potentially, what are some other reasons? Yeah, so a lot of times is disease. It could just be age, too. Sometimes trees age out. Um, we joke, but there was a massive flash sale probably about 80 to 100 years ago, and everybody bought or purchased silver maple trees. So we have a lot of silver maples in our city that are aging out now. Ah, um, and so okay. they're starting to fail or get dead limbs in the top and things like that. Okay. We have disease from time to time. I mentioned sure. emerald ash borer earlier. Mm -hmm. That's a bug and a pest that that we have to deal with, and there's a few others, but um, I think overall I th our urban canopy in the city is, is quite healthy. Um, we do absolutely have trees that we have to work on and take down and, sure. and work on, but overall uh, we're, we're sitting pretty good. And when you take those trees down, the city does a lot to repurpose them and reuse them in a variety of different ways. Um, yeah. One that got some notoriety not too long ago was the big elm tree in um, Centennial Park. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that. So we took down this elm tree. Uh, we believe it's a tree that probably aged out. That was, after I counted the rings, it was about 165, 170 years wow. old. Wow. So it had been there for quite a while. I guess so. A really long time. <laughs> yep. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, trees don't uh, last forever. So sure. we kind of uh, concluded that it was, it just, it was done. Yeah. And we cut this tree down and there was just, it was just 
it was disappointing to see this tree come down and just the mass of uh, material that was left over. And I looked at my forestry supervisor and said, we have to do something. There, we need to do something with this. So I had him call the Holland Bull Mill on the mm -hmm. north side of Holland off of uh, James. And uh, they gladly accepted a large chunk of that elm, and they made bulls out of it. Nice. So we, we repurposed that tree, and uh, it, it lives on. Yes, yep. yeah. Well, a tree like that needs to live on. Mm -hmm. Yep. But you all do a lot of different things, too, yeah. with trees that you have to remove. Tell us about some of those things that ways that you repurpose the trees. Yeah, so we've done lots of different things over the course of time, and, um, you know, we've we've milled logs into boards. We've done that a lot. Okay. Um, we've added, uh, you know, wainscoting at the Parks and Recreation Office. It's all over the office, a combination of maple and walnut, and those were two trees, three trees that came down about 15 years ago, and we redid the offices. We've um, that had, seems appropriate yeah, to have those trees sure. go back to the parks department. Absolutely. Yep. And nice. another thing. So they Veneralty Farm got some new wood installed this past spring. And okay. We've updated that. We um, One thing that we've been hot on recently is taking full logs to the Outdoor Discovery Center for mm. use in nature-based playgrounds. Oh, sure. They've done a lot of those yeah, recently. So the Sally mm -hmm. Smalley one at um, Window Window Waterfront was the one that we at the city have, but they're building those playgrounds all over West Michigan, and mm -hmm. so they need all, a ton of material. I think, what'd you say, 3,000 linear feet of logs Oh, my year. word. Yes. Wow. So we've yep. been supplying them with lots and lots of logs. That's awesome. Um, so it's great for us. Sure. And, and that's just the logs, and we chip up a lot of branches and things, and those chips get used on pathways and um, at Veneralty Farm, DeGraff Nature Center. You know, okay. People will talk about it, I think, but people can can get some of this material too ah, if, they, okay. if, if they fill out the right form at our office. So, okay. Yeah. So I could, as a resident, come in and get wood chips. Correct. So we have a um, forestry yard. That's what we call it. It's okay. not named that, but we call it that in-house. It's at 3rd and Pine. And um, if it's where we store all of our big logs that we can't use for things and all of our chips. And people can come into our office at uh, 429 East 24th. That's the Parks and Rec office. And fill out a free waiver form. Um, that just gives you permission to be in there, and you can take any of the material that you'd like. Sometimes we have semi-trucks come in there and take loads and loads of things out, and other times we have people who just pick up trucks or trailers and load up a few yards and take it back. It's not great material for, like, landscaping, sure. uh, but it's really good for ground cover if you're creating a pathway and mm. things like that. It, it, uh, it's pretty chewed up, but it, it, okay. it works. Nice. Yeah. And that helps you guys out in terms of a way of, disposing so to speak of that another yeah. avenue of getting sure. that material used and it doesn't right. go to waste nice so, great all goes mm -hmm. full circle mm -hmm. anything else you guys want to tell us about yeah Therese? yeah i don't know if you know this but van ralty farm mm -hmm. has the largest hemlock in the state of michigan oh, yeah. really yep it is a towering hemlock. I've never seen one so big before so it's justified that it is the largest in michigan so that is a fun fact find that Yep, so <laughs> I'll, I'll send you on an adventure at Van Royalty to find the largest hemlock. We should do a little scavenger hunt or something. Yep, there you go. That's yep, great. Yep. And about, do you have any idea about how old that tree is? I don't. Okay. Without I don't. cutting it down. Yeah, without cutting uh, it down. Oh, well, we don't want to do no, that until it's that. time, nope. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Nope. Okay. Well, I there is another way. There is a way that you all have inventoried your trees, and with that's utilizing a new app that's out there, the TreeSap app. Tell mm -hmm. us a little bit about that. Yep, so we've, uh, the City of Holland has worked with uh, Hope College and a nonprofit, Holland and Bloom, and we set forth uh, and started inventorying all of the trees in our parks and right-of-ways. 
and so Hope College, uh, their tech department developed an app called the Tree Sap, uh, trees and then app, um, and it basically inventories every single tree. Any user with that app on Apple or Android could walk up to any tree in the right of way or a park and identify it, and it'll tell you how big it is, um, approximate age, and it'll t- tell you the uh, environmental benefits too that oh, that tree wow. possesses and okay. gives back. Uh, so carbon offset, um, kind of shade, uh, reducing pollution. So kind of like a, an ingredients uh, on the ingredients nice. list on the side of a, a cereal box. It'll tell you uh, all those different things that tree can do for you. So very interesting. We're really excited to have that in in our system and allow the the public to use it. So sure. So any anybody free free app? I take it's it. It's a free app. Absolutely. Free app yep. Available on the App Store. Yep. For Android and iOS. Yep. yep. Okay. Yep. So that's a great for tree enthusiasts, school groups, anybody that's yeah. to just walk by and say, hey, what kind of tree is that? Even homeowners. Yeah. Homeowners that aren't tree savvy and they sure. uh, they want to see what kind of tree they have in their front yard uh, or even see what is down the road. Uh, they might like a particular color in the fall mm-hmm. and they could go and uh, go right up next to it and it'll pinpoint exactly which tree you're at and it'll tell you what it is. Nice. Yep. It's pretty new, so we're still yes. working at it. So if it... It's got a couple of glitches yet, and we're okay. figuring that out. Okay. And then also, as, as I mentioned earlier, that, that is a thing that we're going to be updating. So we're going to be able to add all the trees we plant and all the trees we remove. So if you go to a spot and there's no tree and it says there's a tree, it's just because we haven't gotten okay. We haven't gotten there yet. So it's your your real-time avenue yeah. for the inventory. Correct. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that's the goal. That is the goal. Again, with 15,000 trees and right. four people that maintain them. <laughs> uh, Take us a little while. Take a little while. But, but, this, but this was a big lift. So it this is. was this yep. was an absolute yes. phenomenal thing to, to do sure. and to collaborate with Hope on. It was great. And I we were trying to find other communities in the area that have this, mm-hmm. and we can't find any. So okay. we, are, we are really unique and very fortunate to have great partners and that have the ability to come up with things like this for us to do and to, to work with. So sure. it's a great tool for the community. And just one more partnership that the city, you know, does yeah. and does with Hope College. And like you said, mentioned Holland and Bloom. That's, yep. you know, a yep. partnership of three three groups there. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Nice. Anything yeah. else you guys want to tell us about the trees or maintaining, planting? Come watch the tree climbing competition oh, yes. in September out at Prospect Park. Um, that's coming up soon, and we'll advertise that real quick, too. But um, that's going to be awesome. We've done it in the past. And okay. And really enjoy being here in the city, and we love having them, so it's great. That would be something that's open to the public that they can come to? and yep. Correct. Okay. Yep. So stay tuned for that in September, tree mm-hmm. climbing competition, Prospect Park. Prospect sure. Park, yep. yep. Okay. It's be cool. And then just a couple things to note. They can get the uh, form under how do I submit if they're looking to have tree maintenance done on the right of way. They can walk into the parks department to get the form for wood chips or items in the in the yard, forestry yard. Okay. Mm -hmm. And give us the address again for parks. So our office is at four twenty nine East twenty fourth. Okay. It's just west of US thirty one, right on twenty fourth street. Okay. And you guys are open what, eight to Yeah, eight to four. Eight Eight to to four. four. Yep. Mm -hmm. Monday through Friday. Yep. Yep. Okay. Correct. All right, great. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having us. Sure. Until next time, this is my Holland Update.